Five unlikely friends brought together to do a simple job. But when things go wrong, they'll have to find a way to escape the ring planet. Right. So you are looking on as you see this large spine bone created sort of sort of Palace. large spaceship just 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 appear right in front of you. It stuns Ferret into silence, which is interesting considering hmm. Ferret seems to never shut up. So, um, what do you do? Ferret is three minutes out from being in a range to fire on you. <laughs> The very first thing is, uh, it should be if it's if it's a Eoxian fleet vessel and not a corpse fleet vessel, it should be a registered member of the Pack Worlds. Which, as a registered member of the Pack Worlds, there are beacons to say who they are to nearby ships for coordination. So we would know something from them if they were a legitimate ship. So the very first response would be would be Azuth would be like, "Holy shit!" Well, at least they don't need to eat. And then he would turn uh, to who's at the I guess Vernit or Liana would be at the operations console for uh, sensor sweeps. Probably it'd be Liana. <clears throat> uh, I'd ask her if she had any information uh, that broadcasting from that ship. Uh, according to this, it's a it's a signal I don't recognize. Well, which would well, be. You know, fair. Uh, put it on the main view screen and hail and them. She flings it up over the over the face of her own dad. <laughs> just, mm, wait, mm, just block him out, and because uh, he's on mute, and he's over there. He's 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 shouting and giving orders. Um, it is definitely a packed world's uh code identification number, straight out of uh straight out of. I've been here for years. Sweet. <clears throat> I, I tell Liana to hail them. Uh, I, Captain, and you get a hail on the screen, and, and you see uh, the screen comes up, and there is a moment where they don't answer, but then you see their the lights and everything on their ship just kind of flicker back on, because if you remember, you're out of power so they had just restarted their their power as they oh, yeah. screen comes up and there is a uh there is a space lich what is it called Fuck. Ne a necrovite there's a necrovite sitting in a large chair of bones and everything and it's just kind of relaxing and the of course, you see all the other uh undead just rolling around just you got you got the zombies that are plugged into the computers and the necrovites like who is this? Where am I? What's going on? <clears throat> uh, well, Captain, uh, I am Captain Azuth of the SS Arcadia. You've just been reft out of the standard drift patterns into an alternate reality. Uh, you're really close to a space combat encounter. Uh, so you may want to raise your defenses because there are hostiles incoming. Uh, I will be glad to give you an exchange of information. Uh, we just got to finish up with these rascals that are chasing us. Uh, give me a diplomacy check. 
I haven't actually opened my character sheet up yet. One moment. It's probably a good idea, isn't it? You're not even in Foundry yet. I accidentally closed Foundry. Oh, jeez. Well, I hit the button, but I don't... Oh, there it is. 14. Very well. I'll let you finish your business with them, and then we will have a talk. Although it does appear you are outnumbered. It it would be uh, appearing so, and it is probably actually true. That guy that is chasing us, he will attempt to uh, deprive you of any resources that you have. Uh, he's not a very nice fellow. Uh, is there any sort of uh, agreement we can come to? To uh, You don't even have to fight for me, but just make a show of force. Uh, in exchange, I will be glad to introduce you to the region of space that you're in. Oh, uh, well... As I have no familiarity here, I suppose I can help scare off this scoundrel. He's been hailing me now as we've been talking, but you were the first to call, so... Damn fine of you, sir. How, uh... He's going to make a business proposal, but he's kind of an all-round asshole, just letting you know now. Perfectly spherical asshole, as we call it back home on Verses. For scale... How big is our ship compared to the Eox ship? Uh, the Eox is a large ship. You are medium. Okay. So they're not drastically bigger than us. No, not, not crazy bigger, but they are bigger. Yeah. Uh, basically, the equivalent of Ferret's ship, which is bigger than you, but again, not super bigger than you. Okay. Um, I will posture up in a friendly, non-threatening stance. Well, I will say myself. I will order Finn to sidle up next to the Yaxian ship, uh, doing asking him to do standard fleet procedure to share a little bit of our telemetry so we don't hit each other. Uh, the, the the friendly and organized piece that you would do with organizing other ships, so that we can posture next to them in coordination while we let. Uh, before you actually chat with them, I'm sorry. What was your name? Uh, oh shit. <laughs> Well, welcome, sir. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> uh, as a side note, the ship doesn't move. So you're, you're not going to move? No, he's not. All right. Okay. We'll no, get Finn, to in a moment. Finn, I, I got a fan. <laughs> slap, slap. Finn. Uh, I he's am Larry. Catatonic. All right, Captain Larry. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gracious for your assistance in this matter. Uh, we're going to posture up with you. If you want to. Chat with him, you can. Uh, if you want to do a group call with him, you can. I'm down for either. Uh, and then I hit the little mute button underneath me uh, with my foot to mute the uh, on the console and uh, tell Leopold, move us in position. Something's wrong with Finn. Right. Um, uh, not Liana. Uh, I'm so frazzled right now. Burnett. Burnett, thank you. I want to go Vask. Damn. <laughs> Uh, Vernet, if you'd be so kind of help me get the undead one onto the floor, just out of, out of the chair. Uh, well, you should be able to pilot from the captain's chair. I want to pilot from the pilot's chair. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, Vernet will go over and and pick Finn up and try to start moving him. Come on. Come on. Yep, yep. Come on. <laughs> He's pretty well catatonic right now. He's Kicks you out of the chair. <laughs> I, I, I hop in, and uh, I, I'm like, all right, so he adjusts a couple settings, make sure the mirrors are right. 
lower the seat a little bit. <laughs> Don't fuck with my settings. And then, <laughs> and then open up my holy book on my lap and put my elbows on it and grab the, <laughs> the yoke. Wait, you, so you're telling me Jesus just took the wheel? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but mine is real. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> Oh, man. I apologize to everybody. Um, that was a for the moment from the hip joke. It was funny. I liked it. All right. Um, okay, so you take the wheel and you position yourselves. You got to give me a pilot check real quick. Yeah, of course. And we're still 15. muted, but, but uh, did Larian keep us in the call or did he cut us off to take the call with uh, uh he's he's taking a call with ferret he's definitely have you muted and he's speaking to ferret at the moment a uh, fan, fan or not fan uh i'll stack on all weapon systems are in your control now okie doke yep i'm just getting used to the controls not bad not great <laughs> uh by your sensors it appears that uh ferret has ordered an all stop he's still remaining about two and a half minutes outside of range. For obvious reasons, he mm-hmm. wanted this to be overwhelming, and now he's not entirely sure that's the case. Um, after a short while, the uh, the call will come back, and Larian will speak up and he says, uh, He claims that you have his daughter, and that you've kidnapped her? Uh, seems a little suspect to me. Uh, one moment. Li- Liana, dear... Liana? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> puts a hand on his hip and turns and looks directly at Leopold. Yes, second officer? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm in the pilot's chair. I just, it's new, new, it's new. Feng Shui. <laughs> uh, he is correct. I do have his daughter on board. She is on board as a willing participant of my crew. Uh, and if she so chooses, she can speak up for herself. Uh, but I am not going to put her in the crosshairs. Uh, he of leans this back in her chair so she's in frame and she'll scream, My dad's a dick! And <laughs> she goes back. Nice. So as you can see, uh, she's a willing participant of my crew. Very well. I will still be your show of force and I will help you try to spook this... Uh, this fight off. Although we are still outnumbered here, do you have anyone else coming to join us in this battle? Should it break out? It's been a week. I cannot remember the timing. What, what was it? A couple hours or a couple days? A couple days, days before yeah. anyone from Ahanu can get there. They're on the uh, other side of the ring planet from you right now. Yeah. Uh, long story short, Captain Larian, uh, drift travel no longer works. So... It is standard thrusters only, and we are far from any help. I see. The only upside is you're a fresh EOX vessel out of the packed worlds. These guys' ships typically aren't up to snuff. The, everything here is scratch-built patchwork. I mean, they literally had a ship called the Garbage Can, so it's like... Ah, that explains why he's staying so far out. I mean, we've already fired upon him a little bit and, and rustled their jimmies just by our own lonesome. Uh, I don't think they're willing to, to push this at the moment, especially because of how strong of allies he could perceive you to be. I don't think he would want to start that fight. Very well. Then I will patch him in. You see him. 
he yells out, Let him in! <laughs> and, uh, you got Ferret and you got Larian on the screen, and Ferret's like, Now listen, I just want my daughter back, and we'll just return home peacefully. Your daughter said she doesn't want to go back with you. These fine people here seem to be her friends. So I'm on her side. You can go. Or I can board your ships with armies of undead soldiers that I don't think you're equipped to handle. So turn around mm. and leave now or face the wrath of the Oxian Empire. Azuth is just standing, hands on hips, just proudly, like, yeah, I got a big friend. Technically, everyone's a big friend compared to you, but that's a different story. Uh, you see, as, as you can see, the, the ships, uh, ferret ships turning to leave, you see him take a big draw on his cigar, and he says, This isn't over. You haven't seen the last of me, you hear? And the, and the transmission ends. He is who he is. God love him. I don't know if he does. Uh, <laughs> I, Captain Larry, I greatly appreciate your assistance. Uh, if you'd like Good. to... Exhaust bluffing. We're not carrying <laughs> much for weaponry right now. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, you fly a, a mighty intimidating ship. I, I don't think uh, he was prepared in, in any way for that, so... Uh, in either case, I would I would glad to be to willing to uh, pay my end of the debt uh, and explain a little bit about this region of space. Uh, we're we're going to continue our flight plan if you want to fly alongside us for a little bit of time so we can converse. Uh, I am me personally. I'm willing to c come to your ship if you want to come to my ship. You you and a, a handful of your crew may board my ship as well. Uh, but I'd love to carry on this conversation further. Uh, first, I think we should get into a uh, more friendly uh, space. I was about to say waters, and that wasn't going to work. <laughs> That's what I was saying. We're going to continue our flight plan pack to yes. Hanu. Very well. I will fly uh, adjacent to you, and uh, I will I will board your ship. That sounds like a good idea. Um, I do have some people here that are a little uh, cabin fever-ish, if you wouldn't mind, perhaps... You'd like some live music playing on your ship for a minute? They could stretch their legs a bit and maybe get some practice in. Oh, <laughs> in uh, inside, um, Leopold, inside Leopold's like, oh my god, Eoxian music. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Eoxian folk music. Oh no. <laughs> uh, a zoot's not scary. Skeletons in like six different ways. <laughs> a zoot's not going to turn this down because, you know. It's got to make a friendly encounter, but I, it's, I, I, not gonna lie, he's also a little intrigued to see what the hell is coming. Uh, says, sure, come on over. All right, excellent, because we have been actually we're a, we're actually just a kind of a transport vessel, and we've been transporting the system famous Bone Bros. <laughs> and you can see, Wait, and you can on, see as on. he kind of turns this thing and he kind of gets out of the way, you can see like a band there, and they're all like Eoxian, except for one of them. Who's not Neoxian? He is a Lashunta, and he's in <laughs> some interesting garb, and he's got a, a, an electric guitar, and he says, hey, "Mate, how's it going? I'm the band's manager. It's me, Baron Steel. You've got a man, haven't you? What's the lemon, mate? 
<laughs> Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> to anyone who is listening, uh, Baron Steel has tortured us from campaign to campaign. <laughs> I quit. <Yeah. laughs> a, a dead, nameless child. Quinces. Oh my god. It's all worth it for all the responses. Everything makes me happy. <laughs> I look to Staghorn, fire the missiles. <laughs> fire everything! <laughs> Alright, boom. Everything, everything! Alright, boom boys, let's go across and maybe put on ourselves a good show, eh? <laughs> I, I hit the mute button, I go, Captain, I gotta stay up here and fly the ship. You go back and entertain, I guess. I'll stay here. Why doesn't everyone no, else no. go? No, no. No, no, no. You're coming with. Second no, point. I'm not. <laughs> I already have a problem with certain undead things, even though they're apparently voting members of the Pact Worlds, but hey, like, let's just throw religion out the window whenever government gets involved. I don't understand. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right. you know... There's no we difference have... between them being dead and me being a sentient being. The only yeah, difference you're... is they originated with organic life. No, you don't have, also have uh, entries in scripture saying that we need to put you down. That's another <laughs> You have an hour to prepare before they board the ship. Um, what do you like to do? Right now, you currently have a catatonic crew member. <clears throat> uh, Nothing new there! <laughs> so, at least in the there, there, position there's... now. There's, oh, a that is lot. Different. There's a lot to do if we have an hour. Uh, firstly, Mick, lockdown engineering. Oh, They're yeah, not of allowed course. in. <laughs> sure. They're not allowed in the engineering. Do you want me to put the sheet back over it? Yes. That's, that's what okay. he said. <laughs> it just has what a crayon sign that says, do not touch. <laughs> <laughs> With a frowny face. Uh, you know, okay. nothing says junker ship. For a poor crew, than a tarp with a crayon sign over the top with a frowny face on it. <laughs> uh, I look to Vernet and Liana. I say, get the uh, kitchen and lounge area and all that. Can I get that together to for guests? We don't need food for them, but if you can at least just, I mean... Look at Leopold. He's probably a slob. So yeah, would, and I, I need Leopold to help me get the, our stupid. Hold on, friend. hold on, you hold on. Explain why you asked the only two female members of your crew to tend to the kitchen and food. <laughs> and you assume because, I'm a slob <laughs> because Vernet is yeah. first officer of this uh -huh. ship, and also the the chief mate. So this is something. That, her role would be doing. Fair enough. And Liana's not a doctor, and I need Staghorn and Leopold to carry Finn's dead body. That's fair. Okay, fine. We'll get to work on this, Captain. Even though it was very sexist. <laughs> I don't know if it just worked out that way, but that was like, whoa! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Azuth goes... Okay, in retrospect, that did come out wrong, but it's not how I intended it. <laughs> okay. So long as we're clear on that. Hey, get the, I'm, let's get the work. All right. I'm actually neither male nor female. We know. Uh, stop saying that. 
You, you are as the universe made you, my beautiful friend, and that's how you should be. And unfortunately, Azuth is how he was made, and he is going to do what Azuth is going to do. So yeah, let's go move in! <laughs> uh, That's my pristine room! <laughs> uh, so Still covered in dried blood. They head off that way. Uh, we Press head over vegetation. To... I don't have to do anything. I clean it. <laughs> <laughs> we head over to, to Finn's uh, corpse. Uh, <laughs> uh, Meat. On the... <laughs> yeah. On the way, though, uh, in case anyone is watching, you see uh, Azuth kind of tug at his robes a little bit, and they shimmer, change color, and turn into, like, dress robes. Like, fancy wizardy <laughs> dress robes. Nice. Uh, yeah, and then we look at Finn. Hey, Finn! What the fuck? Sleep. Not again. I, I, I physically couldn't hear it. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> Corpse bleep. Not again. Oh, no, these no. are coded as EX. These are coded as EX? <laughs> yeah, Apparently and, there's a difference. I don't see it, but Azuth does. <laughs> and, and, and Corpse Crazy Fleet would have, would have probably joined up with Ferret, consumed us, and they'd found an advantage to take Ferret. So I'm pretty sure they're not Corpse Fleet, but that remains to be seen. They have an annoying-ass half-elf on board. <laughs> I'm sorry, They have an annoying ass Lashunta on board. They wouldn't, of course, we wouldn't let living people on there, especially that annoying ass. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know anything about him, but I'm assuming he's the most annoying fucker in the universe. <laughs> uh, Finn, are you immune to venom? Immune, but I get a good bonus to my save. We are venom. Okay. <sighs> Mm, damn, I'm not gonna do that. All right, well, Finn, get up. Get, you you bailed in the midst of a combat situation. I'm not gonna let you bail in the midst of a social interaction, <laughs> especially when that social interaction deals with other undead. All right. If they turn out to be corpse fleets, if they turn out you. if they turn out to be corpse fleet, I'll do to them what I've been saving to do to you when you turn on us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Now, come on, Smelly, on two feet. <laughs> they don't get up. <laughs> After a bit of time, uh, the airlock opens and Larian comes aboard and behind him is the Bone Bros, accompanied with their manager, Baron Steel. And... They start schmoozing and they and they go down and they start playing a concert for the uh, for the civilian Hanakin that are down in your hold right now. Oh shit! I forgot all about the Hanakin. <laughs> How can you forget about the Hanakin? They're the most proud. <laughs> God damn! Because because uh, Robin didn't mention them in the recap, so they didn't exist until now. Yeah. <laughs> We've been over my shitty brain. Come on now. Uh, now, uh, you want to explain to me what's going on? Sure. Uh, there's a lot. So, you know, it's good at explaining things. <laughs> Sack on. <laughs> uh, there's uh, a lot. We, we've got the Hanakin, uh, which are a sentient, intelligent, telepathic raptor race that we're currently rescuing from a a planet that's about to explode from heat-eating creatures. That's a long story. 
we, we've got drift travel, which is basically ref reality into just absolute chaos and doesn't work. Uh, and then we are basically stuck in the orbit of this giant crappy planet. Uh, there are a lot of people of different origins here who are trying to make the best of it. This, this place has existed for so long that uh, entire generations of families have been born and bred, raised and died without ever seeing the Pact Worlds. So, That's sad. Oh, I also want to give you all just a quick little warning as you have the spark of magic all within you. One, most people are magical Luddites and they're going to be weird. Two, the thing might come in your brain telling you to wake it up. Do not wake it up. Whatever you do, do not wake the thing. I don't, if it gets in your head to tell you to wake it up, just don't do it. What thing? What like? What do you mean? What thing is telling me to wake it up? Uh, multi mouth abomination. There's an there's an ancient sleeping creature that has been, you well, know, you think banished to this realm, and it wants to be woken up, but it can't do it on its own. So it's it's got cultists working to wake it up, but it also wants more. And so the more magically inclined you are, the easier it is for it to reach out, and not necessarily to take control or do anything malignant but uh both me leopold and myself had have been called to because we are more in tune with the uh magical ways i see that sounds like an awful well that was a that was a good recap for for like a podcast almost like it's an excellent way to remind people as this is the start of season three so it was good, a good recap. I, I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Now, if you How need any psalms or anything to help you keep the voices out of your head, I'm more than happy to teach you plenty of psalms. I can do that anytime you want. Psalms, no thank you. Uh, and you there, you're undead. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, are there any more like ourselves here? Or? I'm the only that I've seen. Interesting. Oh, I I forgot to tell you. There's also an entire planetoid full of uh, SROs that are banding together that want to kill all organic life. They're they're kind of weird and evil and yeah. Ugh. And before you ask, they don't split hairs between organic living and an organic dead. So, yeah. That's also disconcerting. We're not equipped to be in an area so hostile. Yeah, when we got here, our ship was literally blown in half, and we got scattered across the surface of a planetoid. <laughs> the ship you're on right now, we stole it. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's not been licensed and badged as my own, but uh, they called this. They're the, the probably the one of the sh- more sh- regimented forces in the region, uh, and thankfully they're not in control of anything that we know of yet. Uh, but they do have ships, which is a downside. Hmm. And before you ask, we stole the ship from the cultists, not not from anyone undeserving. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I, I wasn't about any position to judge anybody here. I mean, you you got to do what you got to do, especially when you're outside the pack worlds. Well, no matter how dark it is, you have to carry the light. That's the key thing. Yeah, whether it's the light of civilization or the light of the goddess Aaron, right? One of the two. Now it's time for spooky, scary skill 
Mutants! Let's hear it for the Boom Boys! Yep. Yep. And this is when I go uh, go check on the bridge real quick. I'll be right back, Azuth. Okay. <laughs> I don't have the rights to anything. No! <laughs> It's me man Dodge over here on the xylophone! This is me man! Um... It's me man Roger over here on the trombone! This is me man! Wait, oh. Azuth... Azuth calls the music off. He goes, hold on a second. How what? are you on the trombone if you don't breathe? Music's, music comes from inside, mate! I yell over my shoulder, they got a fake air bladder that when they pull it forward, it fills up, and they pull it back, it makes sound. Mm. This, is why I, this is why I'm going to the bridge. Music <laughs> comes from me heart, mate! I'm pretty sure your heart's not an air bladder. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's, it's like that old saying, you know? Uh, you don't, don't, lick a, don't lick a gift horse in the mouth. Just tastes like raisins. <laughs> Mate, right? <laughs> the way Brian is his link about that one, that one's just gross. Nope, Leopold's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it was coming. It was spooky, scary skeletons. He called it. Oh, uh, a couple of days go by. Uh, of Bone Bros playing music? I don't know if we could all take that. <laughs> the Bone Bros, uh, after a couple, oh, after a couple of uh, a sets played on your ship, they will return back to their ship, and uh, you are escorted by them back to Hahanu. Um, you don't get greeted upon approach. Tormund has been oh. out of communication, out of communication this entire time. Then I was gonna say I would have sent in that we are coming in with an escort. Yeah. Uh. You would have sent that the first day, I'm assuming? Yeah, the minute we felt like yeah. we were safe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you would have gotten to communicate back and says, Oh, uh, you don't need us to, to come and help you then? You're you're all set? Stay vigilant, but we are coming in. Uh, do not be put off by the way the ship looks. Uh, don't know how many of you are familiar with the pack worlds, but they're okay. Well, some of us are from the pack world, so uh, I, I have a few men that can explain to me what, what it would be I'm seeing. So... A giant flying spinal column. I'm gonna have to have a talk with my men and yep. see what that's all about. And <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's quite all right. Easiest thing in the world. Uh, we'll have we'll be on the lookout for you. If you, if you vouch for him, we'll we'll definitely allow him here in Hahanu. It's not it's not a problem. Have earplugs. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. And uh, they're waiting for you, but uh, you are not greeted by Tormund on approach. Mm. Uh, you are, however, you do receive a communique though from the surface, saying, "Sorry, Tormund's out. Uh, land, I suppose." Like in the city or on the surface? On the surface, on the dry dock, of course. Okay. You can't land in the city. You have to fly through the ice. Are you insane? Finn, this is why you're the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Finn is on his feet again. Yeah, take a seat. Yeah. I'm gonna go sit on my gun. What's I thinking? I. Kind of can fly this thing, but apparently not. <laughs> uh, oh, my settings, as, damn it. as we're coming in for a landing, I ask, well, where's Tormund at? Uh, he's busy. We're trying to hold the, uh, we're trying to hold the science facility down. 
There it is. There it is. What, what happened? <laughs> We're having a breach problem. Okay. I mean, that sounds like a, a, a big deal. Yeah. That would Who be are why... Are we talking with resources? Mirix or are we talking with somewhere else? We're talking with Project Illustrian. No, no. Uh, the person we're talking to. Oh, you're talking to uh, uh, a dock guard. Okay. It's just having a problem with the, with the laboratory. I don't I... Uh, no. All right. Well, we'll come in and I... We we hopefully have some information to help with that. So we'll uh, we're gonna dock and head down there immediately. Uh, All right, good. Cap- Captain Larian is also docking. Uh, I, I believe Tormund should have passed it along that our escort was coming with us. What the fuck is that thing? Apparently not. Yeah, that they're with us. He said it was fine. <laughs> I, well, he said to be on the lookout for a strange looking ship, but I didn't ex- expect it to be made out of bone. They're all right. Uh, if you say so. Uh, you'll all land, and the Hanakin will poke their head out and say, So, uh, go, we going ashore, or what's... Yeah, you're gonna uh, come with us a little bit of the ways. We have a crisis to handle. <laughs> My plan, I actually did have a plan for the Hanakin. So, the Hanakin, we're gonna come into the major port inside of Hanu with us, and I was gonna work with them to try to find a place for them to go. So I tell them, you are more than welcome to stay on the ship until we find a place for you to go. Uh, but Hanu is a relatively welcoming place, so I'm sure you can talk with one of the dock guards if you ne- if you want to spread out somewhere. You uh, can stay with the people we re- we uh, we rescued from my planet. We should have plenty. They should have plenty of room for them over there in our bubble. It's it's fairly new. It's quite spacious. Thank you, Liana. I'll get I'll get in touch. I can get in touch. That, with uh, no, and get it all and, set up. And no offense okay. to my Hanakin friends, but you're just gonna need a little guidance to know how things work around here. It's a little bit different than you might be expecting. Uh, oh, all right, sounds sounds good. But I go, Vernet. Project Illustrian is potentially a super dangerous thing. So if you and Liana can handle this, I would be greatly appreciative. Uh, yeah, sure. Mick, keep the engineering locked down and don't leave. Okay, uh, of course. <laughs> uh, and I, I grab the rest of the, the team and go, well, let's get down there let's, let's, let's go watch a nuclear explosion inside an underwater town I was about to, okay, don't put it like that I mean, I'll be fine <laughs> cast life bubble on myself, I'll be fine but... <laughs> I'll, I'll be fine but you parsed the data already right, or how, are you gonna like mad dash and mad parse at the same time <laughs> uh, I talked with Carrie already about this I have already completely consumed and reinterpolated the data so I should know how to uh, I have extracted all of the bad air quotes uh, AI from the data so I just have raw data and I hopefully will be able to pull the pieces we need uh, out to hand to someone who's more versed in genetics than I am to execute upon it right, right. well you killed the foremost expert in the region Zoom off a balcony. I don't know what you're talking about. He killed himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. Hey, okay. God has uh, already forgiven me, therefore nothing has been wrong. Alright, yeah. so you guys make your way out and you actually, you'll see uh, a couple of a couple of guards who will look over and they'll see you and say, oh, this, oh, this way, this way, and, and, and they will 
basically streamline the party over to the the lower elevators. Uh, you get to the you get to the front entrance of the of the lab, and you'll see Mirix there says, "Oh, excellent! I'm so glad you finally arrived. Welcome back. And uh, here, take take these quickly, twi- quickly." And he hands each of you a guest badge. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> yep, <laughs> I, I'm holding yeah. it, and I'm like, um. It's important, it's protocol. I shove it into my wrist thing so I can actually carry it with me. Hey. Uh, I did cast Light Bubble on myself, and then at the door I cast Resist Radiation on myself. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because you'll walk in and you'll notice the temperature is a little higher than you feel like it should be. And uh, you'll see the, the receptionist there, and she'll be like, okay. Go, go, go! The, you gotta get down to the elevator, it's, uh... And you see Merrick's holding out his badge. Yep. <laughs> I already had mine, I was about to say! I'm like, I know how this is gonna go, sweetheart. This just... <laughs> Rolls her eyes, scan! Scans Leopold's, scan, scan! Scans Finn, scan, scan, Staghorn. It's like, okay! This one, too. And he'll pick up, he'll pick you up, and he'll hold you. Quick, pull out your badge. Scan! Go! God! And you get up to the elevator, and you jump in the elevator, and you go down, and as the tube descends, you can feel the heat coming up. And it gets to be very hot. Very hot. Somewhere in the, uh, 200 degrees. Uh, let's see. By the time you hit the end of the elevator. Well... My life bubble does not protect... Oh, armor. But my life bubble itself will not protect you from that. But... <laughs> the elevator doors open, and you see Tormin and a bunch of his men are all... I'm sorry. Tormin and a bunch of his soldiers are all standing around, and they all have their guns out, and they're drawn, and they're, and they're ready to go. Tormin's just standing there, and he says, Oh, uh, glad you can make it back without a problem. They let you dock and everything, then? Yeah. Yeah, we got through it just quite, just fine. It's good. That's the easiest thing in the world. And then, as he says that, you, you feel the whole facility shake beneath your feet. Oh, we're having some trouble here. Are you I able to flood the chamber? Shit. Are you able to flood the chamber? We've flooded once already. Interesting. All we'll right. Calm down for a moment, and then this is spiking back up again. All so right. uh, is he? Is he exploding just stronger and stronger? It would seem that way, yes. Uh, I've assuming... never seen anything like this before. He's never been this active. And it happened almost all of a sudden, like... Uh, assuming we can't come to a solution to, to fix him, is there a, any method of expelling him from the facility and into the water? Uh, no. That would have been an excellent idea when we built the chamber, but it wasn't as bad as this, and we never foreseen it getting this bad. Is there a way we can seal off enough doors to lead to the nearest airlock out and flood those chambers? Perhaps. We will get to work on that and get back to you shortly on this. Alright. I start approaching a little bit because I'm high enough level to start resisting a lot of fire damage. <laughs> Alright. Uh, to give you uh, a... I was going to ask, is the, the amount of heat being put off exceeding the amount of protection our, our environmental protection can provide for our suits. Not yet. Okay. Oh, fuck. What was his name again? Sorry. Illustrian. His actual name's Illustrian? Yes. 
They named right, the project had... after him, the person. Okay, illustrious. got it, got it. Cool. Uh, to paint the picture, uh, you guys are standing basically just outside where the elevator is, and there's the long hallway that goes out, and you can actually see, like, pipes that you believe to be carrying water that are all lining this hallway until you get to the end, which is that door with the view window. That actually goes into the door, the room proper, which is that then he's in the 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 capsule within that room. That is where he is. Does that that make sense? So there's like a bubble, or there's a hallway, then a bubble, and then a bubble inside the bubble. Yes. Okay. All right. And Leopold, you're the one walking down this this hallway. Yep, I, I'm with him. Anyone else? I'll go with them. Yeah. I'll go. Oh, gee, I don't have enough spells for all of you! <laughs> uh, never mind then, Jesus. <laughs> don't get yourself killed, God forbid, make me happy. I mean, you can, but there's only so much I can do to save you. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say. Uh, I, uh, I stop, and uh, you, you see Azuth kind of rubbing his hands together. Uh, kind of like he's almost psyching himself up. And then uh, just a massive array of blue energy comes out and he slams himself in the face and kind of like wiggles in place like he just took a massive snort of cocaine. Alright. Now I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Alright. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm now immune to corrosive water, heat, radiation, and other environmental dangers. Okay. Uh, you are, you are pursuing your way down this, uh, you're pursuing, you are continuing your way down this hallway and it is getting hotter and hotter. You get to about halfway and you feel like it might be right around 300 degrees or so. And you see Sovereign is, is actually moving so like, like jittery and so like fast that it's like, it seems like like the, the, the ground itself is like burning as his poor little. So he that's why I was asking about the environmental protection. So he's got an environmental field collar that gives him environmental protection. Oh, okay. So he's fine then. He's all right for now and he's just he's just, just walking along the surface and having a good time as a spider in heat. Ew. Gross. <laughs> Ew. No. Eh. a girl? No. Obviously is an egg sack. Um It's a, so hot it made it a girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh you Approach the door at this point, and it is sweltering. Your suits pick up about 500 degrees. And you look in, and you can actually see the pod that he's in is got, like, that that hot, red-hot glow. You can see the area in there. You can see, like, uh, it was flooded, that it, that it has already been flooded, and the water in there is boiling. All right. Well, um... Can we can we see him? Well, he's in the ch- he's in the chamber in there, but it is it is glowing red hot, and you can't see the window that's there. Okay, I'm going to uh, do telepathic message to him. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. Hey, it's Leopold. I uh, don't know if you remember me, but we literally left to go find information to help you, and we're back with it. Make a will we'll save. Will save. Fourteen. Uh. You make you connect your telepathic message, and you're like, "All right, we're here. We got the information here." Why do you wake me? Why do you wake me? I'm thinking I'm getting more heat. 
all very, very loud. And a very faint, but it's far, far in the background. Okay. I'm going to... Remind me, he, he kind of agreed that listening to something about Serenray, maybe when I got back, right? Yeah, he did. I'll, I'll start sending in psalms of just any kind of scripture I think about finding the inner strength, fighting off the darkness, stuff like that. Light, light sun goddess shit. <laughs> okay. And I'll, start uh... send, I'll, I'll just start, keep sending it in, taking the, uh, the return, whatever it is. I'll, I'll just try. Give me a diplomacy. I'm choosing to add plus two to this today. Okay. Are you fucking you get, kidding me? Fifteen. You get you get two more for oh auto help. auto assist. Uh, seventeen. Wow. My dice have been betraying me like days now. <laughs> All of the dice so far tonight have been horrible. Yeah. Oh, I can auto help too. Nineteen. <laughs> I could auto help too. Twenty-one. Oh, God, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just kind of like taken back as you're all like kind of praying with me. I'm like, really? You guys have been listening well, like, that much? You're all giving your extra energy to Goku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could still hear the whispering and you hear him just kind of, ah, ah, and the whispering gets fainter and fainter and, and Illustrian comes more and more in the foreground. He says, yeah, you're back. I gave you my word, did I not? You did. You did. The bubbles are getting fewer and fewer and fewer as the heat seems to be subsiding on that capsule. Temperatures going down. Is this room flooded or just the inner room flooded? The inner room is flooded. Okay, so I probably shouldn't open the door to go in there. <laughs> no, it would flood your area now. Merix goes, uh, if you'd like, we can purge the room of water. I'd do so. Uh, you know, and he signals to someone behind him, and you see the water just just draining, and uh, it's fully drained. I'll I go. I'm not back in ten minutes, and I just go inside. <laughs> <laughs> I say it in a sl- kind of a coy way. Um, I go inside, and I approach him. Uh, I have fire resistance naturally now, and I am not uncomfortable from hot temperatures. So, okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to go as well, but not take Savras. Okay. Savras looks sad. Savras looks happy that he's not walking into a nuclear pit. As we're opening the door and taking a second for the locks undo, I'm like, you're not made of pewter, are you? Because that's a low melting point metal. That's all I got. (laughs) That's why I jazzed myself up. Oh, got it. Got it. Good thinking. Good thinking. You approach (laughs) the door and you approach the view window and you can see him. He's in a He's on his hands and knees and he's he's breathing heavy and you can see like basically uh mostly skeleton of him at this moment. But you also do see his flesh and things are are starting to grow back as he is regenerating from his wounds. Uh, I cannot and, and we're not in the same room as him, right? He's in another bubble. Yeah, he's in another bubble. He's still in the inner bubble. Okay. Uh, I I said, I wish I could do more, but unfortunately I have to touch you in order to speed that process up a bit. The door's not locked. Oh, well, shit. (laughs) Let's go in there. So, before we go too much further, did I get the information out of what we had to be able to fix this guy? Uh, You got the original information of how they made him, so you could have an idea of how to fix him at this point. 
Oh, you want an answer? Oh, well, I'm. T- <laughs> we're going in there to console this guy and keep him calmed down, but we're not going in there to fix him. Fixing him is going to go back out to the scientist to do work. Yeah. So I didn't know if I had a hey, we're good. We I know the answer, or we're gonna get you an answer. That's what I was trying to ah. dig out. I uh, have the I have the answer. It's in this book. <laughs> oh God. Um, you uh, you definitely know. You have his original. You have the original data that made him in the first place, which is vital to reversing it. Okay. I'll keep that to myself and go further with Leopold. Okay. I cast Cure Wounds on him, level two. Okay. Uh, what is it? Roll 2D. Oh, it's a two or four. Hold on. Uh, Mr. Cure. 3-8 plus Wisdom Modifier. Uh, 20 points of healing to him. Okay. Uh, you go and you, and, and you place your hand on him, but you see as as you're casting your spell, he he looks up and he and he opens his mouth as wide as he can. He goes <gasps> and just sucks in all that healing energy into his mouth, and his his skin and everything regenerates. And ah, 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 thank you. It's what I'm here to do. I see people suffering, especially in my wheelhouse, you know, and I light my hand on fire. <laughs> you light your hand on fire? Yes. He sees that fire and he goes, <gasps> and the fire starts getting sucked into his mouth. And then I stop. I'm like, okay, we're answering questions here. We're finding answers together. <laughs> and that's what's important. <laughs> as soon as you lit your hand on fire, I'm like, this is a problem. <laughs> I needed to know. <laughs> also, it's, it's half holy fire, so I'm not sure how that would sit. So. Like, I can't stop my... No! Heat! 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 I will reach out and I'll mystic touch him and fill him full of ten minutes in that moment of all of the most rapturous religious moments of my life. <laughs> Trying to make him feel it. Convert, <laughs> do you hear him? Convert. Oh, yeah. Do I want a giant living? Do I want a giant living fucking fireball as a convert? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. You're feeling his mind. He's like, ha, ha, ha. so peaceful. <laughs> oh, Zeus walks out. This. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Why, I don't know why you follow me in the beginning. <laughs> uh, I didn't think we were going to be just praying away the affliction here. Uh, I'm trying to keep your him... thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah. So Azuth walks out, walks all the way out past Finn, past Aghorn. You guys have fun with this. I'm going to go talk with the scientists. <laughs> you as you as you go to the elevator and the, you you look over and you see the scientists right there, like, hi, jotting down <laughs> notes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and one of them you recognize. I think his name was Derek. Hey, Derek. He was a member of the, uh, the elbow, right? What? No. Wait, maybe. Talking about the scientist one. No, there's... What was there's that guy's a... name? Was it Steven? Which one was the scientist you guys sent to his death? He just tried to give you a no, name no, no, so he would die. There's a ninja... Oh, that was, that was another thing. But no, it was a ninja who said, I'm Derek! We're like, don't be a ninja anymore. Oh, yeah. His name was Davin. <laughs> Davin, son of a bitch, you're right. <laughs> uh, no. I don't have anything. 
Uh, in any case, I walk over to them. And I'd be like, alright, well, science-y stuff. You just give them the data? No, I don't give them the data. But I, I talk with them. Like I said, I'm not giving this information to anyone unless I absolutely have to. But I will assist them in finding a solution. Okay, so basically you'll talk to them about how the the, the process that occurred when extracting the uh, the the Mouther DNA and splicing it with the human DNA and injecting it into this poor asshole here and, and you know, doing a fun CRISPR moment where he is then now infused with the Mouther DNA, which accelerated the regeneration on him, which was a quotation marks success. And now he's got the, the, the Mouthers that are now running rampant through his system. Bathroom quick. And that's 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 the information you give them, which is like it helps a lot because now they're like, this is excellent, because according to the data you've given us, the original mouther that they used for this is still alive somewhere. If we can get this mouther, I know where this is going, then we can have the original Cody. Then we can have the original DNA that we can then use to backwards engineer a cure for this poor asshole. Is that I have all of Liana's data? Is it Liana? No. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, okay. not anymore. But, I mean, I have all of her her records for when she was created, okay. so I would have all of that information. No, it is not Liana. However, it is the same mouther that made Liana too. Is that information in the records I have? Yes. And I'm assuming I didn't tell them because it's vital. In some other way. Yeah. Who is it? Who is it? Like, what Mouther is it? It's just a yeah. Mouther. You don't, they don't know where or what it, where it could be, but from what you understand with the Mouthers, they could be with possibly the cultists would be able to find it. Oh, Wild Goose Chase. Can't give you answers so easy. All right, well, Azu's going to chew on that. Well, everybody else does something. Okay. I want to know what uh, Finn and Staghorn are doing at this moment. Just standing there, just taking in the heat, trying to get a tan. What are you doing? No, if we're... The heat is died down, by the way, at this point. Oh, well, okay, that's good. Now, yeah. at this point, Finn would think there's nothing really he can do, so he'll leave. Not like the whole, you know, just like the room, not the mm-hmm. whole... Uh, area yeah okay same um All right. i i tell my idea of the that one caller um I did. uh explain it again to any scientists as we can remind our listeners and the dm exactly what that <laughs> was <laughs> say and the dm <laughs> <laughs> yeah um one second uh all right. Allegiance caller. Um, adapts to someone who willingly wears it for 24 hours. It grants such a wearer uh, the benefits of uh, benefits and weaknesses of the subtype of the solar adaptation universal creature of the fire subtype of the solar ad- adaptation universal creature rule. The color can be removed only with a special key or a successful DC. But um, yeah, it 
immune to burning, immune to fire, uh, immune to hot climates and temperatures that come up naturally. Uh, a couple other things too. Cool. Yeah. Basically, make the burning stop. Yeah. Uh, so they'll... keep this guy from being tortured. That's that's ingenious. We have this is a great idea. You know where to get one. You know how to make one. I don't. I just know of them. You know what well, level the said, item is? That's a level eight. I can all I I can make it at expense. It's gonna be expensive, but not easy. <laughs> if if you're willing to help us make it, we will cover the cost. Finn. Yes. Estek Hart just stares at him creepily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to make it. You're the one who's. <laughs> You have to let me know. You never told me about it. So, were you not in the room? No. I'm I'm comforting the exploding man. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how to make it, but I'm sure one of our more mystic friends in of our crew can could probably help make it. Excellent. Thank you so much. This will do us such a great service. Thank you. I go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You enter the elevator and you start going up. Uh, entering the elevator with you is Merrix. Okay. Merrick hits the button and he's and you start going up. Um Tormund tells me that a lot of our new guests here are undead, much like yourself. Is this true? Yeah. Ah, excuse me. <coughs> Damn it. <clears throat> Then yeah, perhaps that they are. Then perhaps you can do me a favor. I will, of course, pay you for this favor. Lifts an eyebrow. If you would do me this, be the ambassador of sorts to these people, so that they have a familiar face to speak to. Uh, I will pay you one. Th- thousand UPBs per interaction between our societies. Shit, that's really I think I can do that. Even though I fucking don't want to fuck off. I mean and then so Finn will slowly militarize them to be able to take care of themselves in this rings universe or ring system. And so he makes the new corpse fleet until he doesn't realize it until he gets out. <laughs> I just recreated the corpse fleet! God right. damn it! Excellent. Thank you once again. If you could do this for me. And he'll reach into his pocket and he'll hand you a data a data log. And then hand you a thousand UPBs. Deliver this to them so that they have a full understanding of what the system is like. No. <laughs> Thank you once again. And the door is open, and you're allowed out. Mm. No time allowed out as if he was a prisoner. <laughs> well, your badge is scanned, so they know you exited the building. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no time like the present. <clears throat> you make your way out. You head up to the uh, to the ship, and there you see uh, Eoxians of all sorts. As they are, are they? Uh, Taking supplies off the ship and doing a count, head counts, and trying to figure things out. Oh, fuck. What was the captain's name? Larian. 
Larian. That's right. A whole Larry thing. That's right. I also realized I think you forgot a key aspect to the uh, control collar is if the owner wants, they can detonate the head of the person wearing it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was carefully yeah. omitted, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering you saw him regenerate from essentially bone, you don't that's feel true. like that's going to work anyway. <laughs> true. True. But uh, Larian's there and he says, Oh, uh, hello there, sir. I believe you're with Azuth. Yes? I am. Um, listen, I've had bad experience with my turning. The corpse fleet thrust it upon me. Assholes. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> anyway, um... So, the scientists here think I would make some kind of good ambassador, seeing as how we're both undead. Seems racist. Yeah, a little bit. Seems a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but I was also sent with these. UPB uh, data pad. Pant leg, sorry. <laughs> He'll take the data pad from you. Look at it. Ah, basic information. Onboarding us to the system. That's. That's good. I, uh, this is good information. So, what um, happened to you? If you do not mind I, me asking, I do not wish to pry. Sorry, that was more Merrick's than... <laughs> I don't remember much. I have flashes of just before I was taken. Some flashes during the process. Would and you then... like help restoring your memories? Guess I never thought of it before. I'll think on it. You can let me know if ever if you ever need that service done. I've Thank done it for uh lots of my crew, actually. And they're right, Steven. That's right. <laughs> Get back to work, Steven. <laughs> oh. <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, fuck you, well, dude. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway uh, name's Finn. Uh, he shoots over his contact information. So that you'll need this if we're in contact. Larian, here you are. Uh, do you know of any uh, vacant planetoids that maybe we can start setting up our own base? Uh, I mean, the moisture around here is probably not going to be super great for us. We don't be waterlogged and... Ugh. Nobody wants that. No, no, no. That asshole. <laughs> I haven't taken a close look at the planetoids myself, but pretty sure we can wrangle up some kind of map. Excellent. Well, that's uh that's all I need. Alright, I'll see what I can do find you folks an area. Excellent. Thank you. You yeah. Make a good ambassador. <laughs> I think you're being kind. Shrugs. <laughs> and he walks back aboard the ship. Uh, you go back down the tube. And you start, you know, doing your walk around thinking thing. And then you hear a familiar voice. That's the guy over there! 